Hello and welcome to Simply Stanish. Welcome. This is your K-pop podcast, Simply Stanish. I am one of your hosts, Mika. And I am Emily. And we are back with another episode about some K-pop stuff happening in the, the K-pop world. I I do have something to say first before we get before I forget. So your song of the week, one of your songs of the week last time was the Jimin OST song with you, right? Yeah. And it may have seemed like I just wasn't into the song because I had no comments on it. And <laughs> and, and to be fair, that's probably accurate. But because it's a it's a ballad, right? You know, I... no, 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 no. Hold on. Which usually for ballads, I have to be in the mood for. Right. So I have listened to it since our last recording. And I do actually really like it. It is a very pretty song. It is. Um. So I did just want to come out and say that. <laughs> <laughs> on our, our controversial hot takes podcast yeah my man's appreciates <laughs> your support you know yeah because once i added it because i said oh i need to add it to my my k-pop like 2022 playlist and i did and so i hear it occasionally I, at least once a day at work and um yeah that's a very pretty song i just had to be in the mood for it i think i listened to it like right when i woke up and i was just not in the mood for a ballad <laughs> right when i wake up yeah so, yeah but i i, I did want to say that anyway um oh there was one other thing one other news thing i wanted to mention i know i'm just like sprouting out news <laughs> so <laughs> we haven't talked about it on the podcast before and i know we had talked about it kind of not really I, I it was a mention and then never brought up again um the alexa was on oh god it's gonna be mm. <laughs> not my echo <laughs> <laughs> not this again so she who i did one of my songs of the week for for tattoo like i think that was my first one of the year i think right? so too yeah well if you guys aren't aware <laughs> <laughs> yes well she was on the american song contest show mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she won she won yeah she won oh, little yeah. miss oklahoma won yeah i think it's so weird <laughs> that it's oklahoma i know um but i thought that was so cool i i figured she would go get i thought i figured she would get pretty far in it um i didn't know if she would win or not i didn't watch the show i saw the performance and stuff have you seen the performance yes her. it's so yes. good it's like circusy and mm -hmm. like very theatrical yeah so i'm i'm really glad she won and it's like it kind of opens up i mean i'm sure a lot of people in like the k-pop community like voted for her and such but like that type of show isn't something that we kind of watch. That's something like, I mean, my mom didn't watch it, but she likes to watch those types of shows. Like, you know, America's Got Talent and um, all those type of like talent shows. So it kind of like opens up to a new like audience. Mm -hmm. of, like seeing like, hey, look at what K-pop is. And, you know, it's not what you think it is. It's not like like teeny boppers, you know, type of thing. So I thought that was really cool and a really cool like exposure to like a whole new audience. Of, uh, seeing what k-pop was um but yeah that's i think that's all the news like <laughs> i always think it's so interesting when 
people that have already like have music careers, like pretty successful music careers, go on mm-hmm. those kinds of shows. Yeah. Like, do you remember when Cassidy Pope yes. one day went on The Voice? <laughs> yep. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And there was like the whole controversy around it. Like, oh, she's already a star. She shouldn't be yeah. on the show. Um, I think I'm not entirely sure if like all the other contestants, but I do know one of the other finalists has like had a music career before um, that show. So, but I mean, it is kind of like, you know, like beauty pageants in a way. It's like someone that's representing your, your state. So you're going to want to have someone like super talented that probably already has somewhat of a music career. Yeah. It's not like American Idol, you know, where it's or like X Factor. One with Simon? I think so. Or yeah. Ma- well, he was originally on American Idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One with like the one that founded One Direction and stuff. And then like the the voice where it's just like these I don't want to say these nobodies, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like people that aren't as well known, unless you're Cassidy Pope. Uh <laughs> But, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. And that was something I wanted to mention. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't checked out her performance for Wonderland, it's really cool. It's like very circusy and like magical. And she does this. I don't know if it's like rap, but that part where she like sings like very fast with like no breath. Yeah. And then she takes like a very quick breath and then goes into like this high note in it. And I'm impressed every single time. Every time. I started reading, I think I posted this like literally months and months ago when I was being better at reading, but I bought, it was like on Kindle for like $2.99. I bought this book called Comeback. Oh yeah. It is a, like a K-pop novel, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gotten very far in it, but the main characters are one as a guy from a group called neon and his name is emery but he his stage name is m and love then <laughs> love a solo consonant name right right <laughs> and so dude i totally feel like some of these characters are inspired by bts <laughs> um but so he it like it opens up with him and his group doing their like comeback music show and he like runs into this girl who is one of like the outfit coordinators for a girl group that's also performing and they like recognize each other they clearly like know each other from the past but you don't know yet and then it's like alternating point of views between him and the girl and the girl she's in korea like staying with her aunt and cousin and has this job now for this like record label but all you really know about her past is that her brother killed himself so she's like getting over that and she used to be like a huge stan of neon but the night that her brother killed himself he had asked her to go see him perform because he was a musician Mm -hmm. and she blew him off because she was watching a live stream of neon so she like Mm -hmm. swore off k-pop or whatever anyway i'm interested to see what happens i'm like surprised that it went from like K-pop comeback show to like super dark, and I'm only yeah, like, I was not three expecting chapters it to in. <laughs> That's only like three chapters in. Yes. Oh my god. There was I was on Amazon and um I had like recommended in like the Kindle store and there were like this, there was this one like K-pop series. It was like what was it called? It was like K-pop confessions and oh I've seen that one recommended to me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna bother me if I don't say all the names. You know. 
<laughs> it's not on my homepage anymore. Of course it's not. Any other news? No, I don't think so. So what does that mean? What time is it? It's song of the week time. A song of the week. <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't know who. I think I went first. Did I go first last week? I or last think time? you might have. Awesome. I have um, no idea what you're going to choose. Well, it's kind of random, actually. Um, This is a song that has, like, popped up on my, like, just random k-pop shuffle or whatever mm-hmm. so i told you how my car does that weird thing now where it's yeah like, it just plays random things that are sort of similar to whatever i was last listening to yeah. and i actually got to witness that when you were here oh yeah that's true yeah. that's true uh so i'd heard this song a few times before but mm-hmm. um this week i've been listening to it a lot I've actually been listening to more of this artist stuff in general. Have you ever listened to, I believe when I looked it up, it told me it was pronounced B-O, like B-E apostrophe O? I don't think so. Okay. So the way I would describe him is, to me, he sounds kind of similar to like Post Malone. If Post Malone was Korean and like a little bit, bit more poppy okay it's kind of like a post malone mixed with that genre of music that is familiar to you and i where it's like pop punk sort of but it's Mm. not really that punky but it's not really pop rock but it's like (laughs) not just plain pop you know what i mean (laughs) sure why not (laughs) it's pop punky but it's not really punk or pop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, but then it's also kind of like Post Malone. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it again. <laughs> yes. Um. So his song, and this is he's had his most recent song that came out was is called Love Me, and I believe that came out in uh, February or something like that. But my song of the week is his song Counting Stars. Mm, okay. Um, which came back back in December, the end of 2021, and I really like it a lot. It is him featuring Benzino, I think is the person's name. Um, but I'm not. Yeah, Benzino raps the second verse. Yeah. So the um, the chorus is counting stars, pearls in the night sky, better than your Louis Vuitton, your Louis Vuitton, counting stars, counting stars, pearls in the night sky, better than your Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. But then the first verse, which obviously I didn't know the meaning of right away because it's in Korean, Mm -hmm. it's like super sad. It says, um... I'm vomiting blood. I'm tearing up when I think about these days. My grandfather, it's the day he went to the hospital, sent him there wailing. Can't visit him because of COVID. Grandfather's bills are expensive now. Good medicine, good day, good life. Gather all the good things together. I'll have to do it for him. Dang. Yeah. So I'm not sure if his grandfather passed away or if his grandfather just got really sick during COVID, but he obviously probably couldn't see him at all during that time. Of course. Which is really <laughs> depressing. Yeah. I mean, like, even in America, like, they were super yeah. strict. So I can't even imagine because there are other places are way more strict. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For here. sure. Yeah. The kind of overall message of this song is like doing doing your best to kind of make your family proud like the other verse that the other rapper sing, uh raps sings performs 
<laughs> is all about his stepfather congratulating him on going to college and him saying, you know, he's going to make something out of his life and all sorts of things. So it's kind of like, thank you for getting me started. I promise I'm going to like do something good with my life mm -hmm. kind of a vibe. But the song itself is just like really chill and mellow. Um, it is kind of auto-tuning, so I don't. I know that you don't love oh, auto-tuning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True, but I really liked it, and he has some other good songs. He himself was on a couple of different like performance shows. Oh, he actually has a song with Hwasa. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you know the name? I it's confusing because you know, it was a song called Nothing. Oh, perhaps. Yeah, that sounds right. With Mino as well. Mm, he has a song with Mino, but I thought it was a different song than that. This was on the show Show Me the Money. Yeah, Show Me the Money. That's the um that's the one of the shows he was on. I think he was also on High School Rapper 3. Yes, High School Rapper 3. Wasn't one of our debut people on that? I think so, yeah. Ooh. Show Me the Money, he came in third place. So he has a ton of songs from that kind of like soundtrack. Yeah. Right. And then Counting Stars has been his most successful. It peaked at number one in the Guyon digital right. chart. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But yeah, Show Me the Money 10. That's what he was on. And he has a song with a lot of, he's got songs with a lot of different people mm -hmm. from that show. Anyway, he's really chill. He's a good driving vibe. I think he would be a good chilling in your room. Not quite sleepy, but, you know, in your bed feeling cozy. Is it a good uh, a gummy song? Yeah, it's a good gummy song. <laughs> All of his songs are kind of good, like, gummy vibes, you know? Yeah, that's what uh, Namjoon's mono is for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Namjoon's mono is so good to listen on a train. Like, it's only... It's only I can imagine, yeah. ...been able to happen for me once. Because I don't take trains that often. Mm -hmm. It was a whole vibe. Yeah, I believe it. Because it's it's just so chill. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah. B.O. is nothing like mono. But similar vibes. Like, you could listen to it in similar situations. Mm -hmm. <sighs> that was my long and winding journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. I mean, I wasn't really I know, expecting that. kind of random. All right. So, my song of the week is going to be from Tech's new album, Thursday Child. And oh, oh. I... Hmm? Saying, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I... And it's my favorite song, I think, from the album. And that's Trust Fund Baby. Nice. Do you have a favorite from the album? Um, I haven't listened you haven't to listened. it. You, you watch I do video? really like Good Boy Gone Bad, though. I, I like it, but it's probably how because you're usually like oh it's not usually like your my favorite, favorite yeah favorite i don't know if it's my least favorite but it's definitely not my number one or my number two i think i just really like the spooky vibes in the video yeah <laughs> i haven't even watched the video yet i keep well the like, video is really it. good i think the video would make you like the song more if you know yeah maybe but yeah so my song of the week is trust fun baby and it comes from their second mini album which just came out like two weeks ago something like that uh thursday's child and so the album in general depicts a brutal breakup from the members from the members perspectives um 
And so Trust Fund Baby is a self-reflective, and I'm getting this off of genius. I didn't come up with this myself. Um, It's a self-reflective piece that tragically portrays a love that is broken due to poverty. The boys sorrowfully, my goodness, illustrate their money shortcomings while explaining why no matter how hard they dream, they can't ever be a trust fund baby. Um, Trust fund baby. Right? Jeez, like my dream. Honestly um they sing about how they wish things weren't the way they were but nonetheless are resulting in this heartbreaking ballad and plea uh this tear-jerking trust fund baby is an integral part of the album that brings along a roller coaster of emotions one experiences through a breakup so this song really reminded me of anti-romantic which was a song on their last album which is funny because and I didn't I didn't know this until I was looking on here. But there in this song, there are possible references to the songs from their last album. So like in the pre-chorus, uh, it says, I can't be a lover, which could be a reference to their song Loser Equals Lover. Um, and I might lose again this game, which could be a reference to their song Magic, which had a lyric afraid of all the games we played. Also, an empty wallet with the name of a heart that is even more empty than that. Lover with no dollar sign, which, of course, in the loser lover, you know, has the dollar sign in it. And the lyrics are, I'm a loser, lover with a dollar sign. Um, So, and that song tells the story of someone who is stuck and hesitant what to do in a relationship they are in. The title of it, Not Without Reason, uses stylization where S in loser is replaced with a dollar sign. And V in lover is replaced with a heart being a reference to the choice between the socially acceptable materialistic approach to what is seen as a happiness and to non-traditional, more rebellious life choices. Um, and then in leg verse two, they have a lyric stolen hunted bands, which this person that, um, wrote, I don't know, like annotated this. Mm-hmm. So that two things they noticed was that Yeonjun stole money in Loser Lover. And this is also a lyric in Loser Lover. In my two hands, hunted bands, I'm a loser. So there's some references. It's so funny because like, like I said, it reminded me of anti-romantic. But it's like all of these references to Loser Lover. <laughs> um, but it is like a continuation. It is chapter two of, I don't remember, what was the, I'm a fake. What was the title of the- <laughs> that album uh, mm. okay. oh okay oh wait freeze <laughs> that's not it <laughs> the freeze the chaos chapter the, the frozen thing oh wait no so this is minisode two minisode one was blue hour but um yeah so loser lover chaos chapter yeah Fight it was or... in chaos chapter yeah so was in chaos chapter fight or escape oh and lose and 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 freeze again these are always so confusing do we think though that they got the idea to call this album a mini-sode from us obviously (laughs) i think so too (laughs) i think we're totally gonna like continue on with the chaos chapters but they they listen to our podcast and we're like no we need to call it a mini-sode honestly (laughs) yeah the only explanation exactly and like okay i'm done with my song of the week that's all i have but as we were talking about yesterday we had the the girls generation come back for august we sure did 
or we we, yeah, we, we do, do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and then 21 was at coachella all after we had our episode you yeah know, on i really we... think we're manifesting this shit yeah it, we totally are so i would like to give each of us a pat on the back and take full credit for uh bringing these groups back together <laughs> hell yeah even if it's just for one day all right so those are our songs of the week so now we're going to talk about our beloved husband. Yeah, Wu Song. Last week on May 13th, Friday the 13th, our beloved Wu Song came out with another solo album um, titled Moth. And luckily I was able, he, he did like a a live stream like a, a, a listen like what a watch party a listening party on twitch um so that he could like listen to the album together and he like kind of after each song he talked a little bit about each song and i i was like oh this is great material let me record this and so I did. And then after the he did the first song, I was like, why am I putting this work on myself later? Let me just write it down as he's going through it. So from the second song to the fourth song, because there's four songs, I went ahead and wrote down. So when I went to go look back at the recording to see what he wrote about song one, that recording is nowhere to be found. So I had to get it from somewhere else. Um, yeah, it was really cool to have, and it was, his live stream was so cute. I was kind of like live tweeting it in our, in the discord. Like he was, he bought like all of these new outfits for the moth showcase tour thing that he's doing that we won't be going to. <sighs> anyway, and it was so cute. Cause then he was like asking the chat, like how to match it to help like match his clothes and stuff. <laughs> and like every time he picked up a shirt, people would be like black pants, black pants, black pants. And he's like, <laughs> I do have other pants. Although everything he bought was black, pretty much. Relatable. Yeah. Um, then he got into the album and I I really like and I had I had mentioned this to you, like his inspiration behind the album. And I didn't write it down, so I'm gonna be going off of memory, actually. It's probably not too far back in the jump chat. That's <laughs> right there. So I thought it was like inspiration was like so big brained, like and beautiful. Mm -hmm. He was at he was in Korea and he was at a convenience store. And, you know, usually convenience stores have like those large, like neon, like light signs. And there were a bunch of moths, like, of course, like drawn to it and around it. And it landed, I don't know, like on the sign or by it, but the light from the sign was like shining on the moth and it allowed him to like see like the beautiful, like intricate designs and patterns on the wings. Mm -hmm. And so it made him think about like the different perceptions that we have between like butterflies and moths. Like, you know, we're, we're drawn to the beauty of butterflies, whereas like a moth comes at us and we like swat it away because of like they're ugly and you know they'll eat your clothes is that do they actually eat your clothes or is that a myth they eat uh it's usually like cashmere because i know mm. people keep their like, cash i don't know <laughs> i'm not a person that owns cashmere yeah no me either I've, I've read that people keep their cashmere in like cedar chests because cedar is a natural moth repellent repellent <laughs> interesting <laughs> follow me for I've... more cedar <laughs> 
Because I've never, because I've always heard that they like eat your clothes, but I've never actually experienced it. And I've had like moths land on me and stuff before. But I, I also think don't... it's more like they get like into your closet. Mm, okay. Like if you're a person that has a bunch of like clothes like stored in your like basement or attic, that's when you have to worry about moths eating your clothes. They're not just gonna like land on you and start nom, 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 nom. <laughs> dinner time. <laughs> Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. Okay. Um, so yeah, he appreciate how people appreciate appreciate butterflies for their beauty and cringe away from moss. And it got him thinking about how like seeing like some people as moss and how some people just need like that light sh- like shown, shined. Help me out. Shined. Shown. Shown on them to see their like true like inner beauty. Um, and so I thought that was just like really beautiful. So that was kind of the inspiration behind the title of the album. Did you um did you read the little blurb on his website about the album? I don't think so. What did it say? It kind of says something similar to what you said he shared on the Twitch stream. It says Wu Song's newest EP is a four all English tra- is a four all English tracks encapsulating the theme moth. Wu Sung's wide range of talents and musicality will be at the forefront of the project as the EP was written and produced by the artist himself. Mm-hmm. Moth symbolizes the transformation, change, rebirth, and power of regeneration. Moth takes the path of the unpopular, the unchosen, the not so beautiful ones, and takes the listener into a world where the butterflies and moths can be seen side by side. Yep. Very pretty. Yes, very pretty. And the and so like all of all of the songs mention like ha- and have references to like moths and butterflies mm-hmm. um and his first the first song on the album is called come down and it's like capitalized like you know weirdly i don't know the meaning i know i was like i kept looking at it and trying to like, i know i was like cow <laughs> um didn't like why is it i don't i don't i don't know why some of it is capitalized and why it's not probably so if anyone has us. yeah probably but if anyone has any actual insight on it please let us know and so this was so i think by the time he had wrote this song there were 10 songs that he had already written but mm-hmm. this this was the first song that he wrote that actually ended up on the album out of the four songs on the album i mean um, he could have dropped the rest i would have i know it's like geez drop the mixtape man but um he felt like it was a good intro to the album because it's very dreamy mm. he says it was very wet which i don't i don't know what that means <laughs> but then he it, then he says meaning and i got this because like i said i my recording disappeared i got this from consequence.net um, oh consequence.net yes i've never been on this website <laughs> but it says it starts off very dreamy and wet meaning reverby especially with the piano i don't usually associate reverb with with wet um, i kind of can see it i also just don't know music very well i mean neither do i but like I guess like drippy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drippy. Uh yeah. I can I can I can understand why that's the adjective associated okay. with reverb. Hey, as long as someone does, right? <laughs> I know I'm I like, don't, what? It, would, it would not have occurred to me naturally by <laughs> no. any stretch of the imagination. No. But... Like it's it's definitely I, I agree that it's dreamy. Mm. Um 
because he says it starts it's very dreamy uh and then when it drops into the chorus it's very epic and so he said that this is going to be the vibe of this era of music i don't know if it means just this album that's usually how like we classify eras is by like albums yeah um or what but yeah at that time he wrote about 10 songs but it was the first of the four that he chose it just all made sense and I forgot to ask, um, do you have a favorite on this album? I'm torn between Phase Me and Modern Life. Ooh, okay. So I'm sure the other two you like better. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to talk about song number two, which is my favorite, <laughs> Side Effects featuring Sadika. <laughs> And this song is why the album is called Moth. He had this idea about moths and butterflies like we had talked about. Um, And there are definitely a lot of butterfly and moth references. And I'm getting this information. He said this on his stream. And also, like, in his stream, he was saying he didn't want to give his meaning behind the song, like, too much. Because he wanted people to interpret it in their own way. Which I, I kind of... At first, I was like, "Come on, man! I want I want to know what your interpretation is. Like, I gotta yeah. I gotta record a podcast first of all. But also, I can kind of see it kind of fits along with the theme, you know? Because it's like butterflies and moths. They have these different patterns on their wings. They're like all unique and individual. And so it's like people will have their own unique and individual interpretations of the songs. That honestly just popped in my head. That was straight off I the also, dome. I want I that always makes me wonder about and i'm curious what your thoughts are Mm -hmm. do you think it matters more what like an artist or you know a songwriter musician author whatever means with their work or do you think it matters more what the person consuming it i think um i think it's a mixture of both yeah um because and I think I've had this with one of my like songs of the week where I was like, I thought it was something. And then when I look at the interpretation or like the actual meaning it was something completely different, but it's like how I took in the song. But then it's like, it just brings me back like PTSD to like English class and like poetry. <laughs> and they're like, interpret this. And then we do. And then it's like, no, that's wrong. Like, that's not what it means. So- I don't think that there can be a wrong interpretation of art. Yeah. I always tell my... Well, you know, my kids are actually interpreting anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> but when, you know, when they have to write an opinion or like their reaction to something, it doesn't matter. Like whatever your thought is about it is valid as long as you can tell me why you think that way. Yeah. And I like that. I didn't have that experience when I was in school. I don't It was like, like it's just like what would be the like art is not meant to indoctrinate you. It's meant mm-hmm. to make you feel something. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's why it was like I when I was in school, I always and I'm sure a lot of kids did like dreaded whenever we would go over poetry. So it's like yeah, a lot of it was interpreting. And then it's like they want us to interpret it, but then the teacher only actually wants you to interpret it one way, you know, like the actual meaning behind it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Emily Teacher of the Year, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Teacher of the Decade. Let's give her a round of applause. We just ended Teacher Appreciation Week. Kickball. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, 
So side effects, it's my favorite on the album. Um, he so Wu Song called it a vibe and a song it that you can vibe. listen to without getting sick of it. Um, yeah, just a chill, vibey song. And Sadaka, who I don't think I have ever heard her voice. Her voice is really pretty. It is really and pretty. I I felt like she added to it as well. Because you know, sometimes with features, they don't. It's like you know, I could go without it. Yeah, and it's well, like, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> like you know. Um, but I think she added to it, so I'm glad she is on it. And um, there's more written on Consequence.net. So let me just look that. Yeah, so when he wrote this song, he didn't know that the album would be called Moth. He just had sounds in mind and things that he wanted to do sonically. And so when he wrote the song side effects and had the idea about mouse and moths and butterflies, he was able to build on that theme for the other songs that he wrote. So I wonder, because like I said, with Come Down, that was the first song that was um, that he wrote that was on this album. And I don't think there were too many like butterfly and moth references. There might have been one that he might have like put in there like after um, when he went back to like fit it all to like a theme. But definitely from side effects on, it's like full of the references. Um, and he didn't initially expect to use this song for the album, but it really grew on him. And it is my favorite, so I'm glad he included it. So next, we have the title track, Phase Me. Um, it just don't phase me at all. Dude, this song gives me like Prince vibes. Yes. Yes, yes. And my my first note on this is just the whistle. <laughs> it's it's just so pleasant. Yes. And he oh, he even says that the whistle is his favorite part of the song and that the lyrics say it doesn't phase me so the whistle just made sense. But the whistle is what came last in the song. Um he said that the chorus felt empty and felt like it was missing something. It needed to have like a cooler vibe. Um so he added in the whistle, which makes sense because you know, whistling just makes you sound cooler. It does. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I, and of course I was writing this stuff down as he was going through it. And so it's like all shorthand and I can't go back. But he said that the song kind of references like the phases of a moth, like how they start from the cocoon to a caterpillar and then a moth. Um, and he's been playing this actually during the Epic High concerts, which I don't remember. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, because this was also before the music video came out, because the music video came out yeah. at like 11 our time, 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, and so just some things he had said about the music video was that the visuals go well with the music and it was a new vibe that he hasn't shown us yet, which I, I definitely agree with that. It was it was something else and i'll i'll let you go into you're usually really good about talking about the music videos so if you, you mean i'm that. i'm usually good at gutturally screaming about music videos. yes <laughs> yes but then um he actually so one of one of like the reaction like youtubers mm -hmm. he i guess wusong was a fan of one of like the reactors and so he which is jre gaming or jre reacts i think on youtube but he allowed jre gaming his twitch 
channel to watch the video first like live mm. on twitch but not showing it but just like seeing his actual reaction um and Wusong was like in call with him i didn't watch it because it was already like 1 a.m at this point and i had yeah. to go to work the next day and it's also like i don't i don't really care for this guy too much <laughs> like i'm sure and he's you great don't like reaction videos <laughs> yeah i don't i only like reaction videos if it's the artist themselves reacting oh yeah 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 I like because the they actually can talk about like what went on, you know, yeah. there is one reaction YouTuber that I do like and her name is AJ and she hasn't put out a reaction video in so long. But I do really like her stuff because she's like, I don't know if she's like a professional in like a mu the music industry, but she goes like really deep into it. And like, she's just really funny. I really like her. Anyway, that's not what this is about. Um, but yeah, so he was able to watch it on twitch with Song in the call and i'm sure they talked about it a little bit um in it and then i feel really i mean i've said this on discord i feel really hurt that i was not asked to be an extra in this i know before. it's <laughs> <laughs> where was this like flyer at you know i know Dude. looking for people to audition or something because this has not come across my doorstep i'm just looking at the video again and it's like the beginning i forgot was is super creepy <laughs> oh yeah he said that the contact lenses like the white yeah he couldn't see anything no you can't yeah i this is gonna be a, how, how many times for those keeping track at home i'm gonna mention fairy festivals like that i was so hoping you were gonna mention fairy festivals. <laughs> Another I ride to the fairy fest. You know, get real into that. And <laughs> the contact lenses are fucking impossible to see out of. Also, they like hurt your eyes super bad. Oh, I can imagine. And then he's like crouching by the cocoon, which has like a giant hole in the side. So that makes me think he like emerged from it. Yeah. Okay, Ollie, make noise. That's fine. My cat's also in here. He's, he's not wearing a shirt under his leather jacket and he's ripped AF. Yes. <sighs> And then there's just so many people like touching him. <laughs> yeah, it's the vibe. Like he said, it's a new vibe that hasn't been shown yet. That he's you just like showing it if he likes. Like sensual <laughs> being. But then, like on his Twitch stream, um, what did he? What did, someone said to like that he needed to wear like a mesh shirt on tour, and he like smirked and was like naughty, naughty. <laughs> and then he gives his best. <laughs> It's like, dude, you know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the wings, too. They're kind of creepy. He's wearing those wings. Yeah. But I, it's I not that he's wearing wings. That's not the part that creeps me out. They move in a really, like, fleshy way. That I, just, I don't know. Yeah. There's definitely some money on that production. Yeah, this music video is, like, very striking. It's really mm -hmm. funny. That it is. Love it. Yes, it's very good. And he thought it was the easiest song on the album to listen to, so that's why he chose it to be. The I can see that. Track. Yeah. So you can, you can listen to it and remember and understand, whereas the other tracks you may need a bit more time yeah. for it to grow on you so then we have the final song which you said was one of your favorites yeah i think it is my favorite yeah. well you know it's also Wu song's favorite and his mom's favorite oh well so <laughs> <laughs> Do, dude uh, combination of this song and calm down i feel like do we not get the impression that somebody like fucked this man over no 100 he keeps talking about like fake friends yeah well um, i think it's also and i'll go into a little bit more with this song about just like the current like generation and yeah 
um, like social media presence and stuff. Um, yeah, but I really like the one line. The fuck this modern life. That one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, mean, no? I like that line, but that's not <laughs> the one I was talking about. Um, or like this whole verse where he says, I can't tell what's real anymore. Fake face, fake friends, fake fantasies. Mm, All of yeah. my little screams. I don't even know what I like. I just know it's got this many likes. Yeah. I'm losing sight. Yeah. yeah. So... Like I said, this was Wu Song's favorite, his mom's favorite, and he said it was a lot of fans' favorites, which made me think: is was this another one that he played at concerts? Because it kind of sounded familiar. Yeah. Now that you say it, yeah, it's so weird because like we didn't. Now I'm intimately familiar with everything he's ever put out, mm-hmm. but at the time I didn't know any of his songs except for um lazy yeah so i didn't even realize i didn't even know what i didn't know i didn't yeah. even know what i was getting a taste of <sighs> right it's like can we go back i was i was i was listening to um epic high the other day i mean i listen to them pretty much every day but it was just like man i really want to go back to that day to that concert because it was just it was so yeah cool. that whole weekend was really lovely it was never over it um but this song has like an edgy like indie rock vibe to it yeah, yeah and he predicts that it will be fun for concerts i imagine because of like that one like fuck this modern fuck life this modern yeah because then like the audience can get into it type thing and it's um, such a satisfying thing to scream it is and he said he said that this is his favorite because it's the perfect ending to the EP. It goes with the theme of moths. The lyrics say, let it shine, don't let the lights go out. And he felt like that was the message he was thinking about while writing the song. And um, he had mentioned this in his live stream that they, was it that they were, they, they were having kind of a writer's block. Him and um, I think the name is Antonio, I think is one of the other writers or Sweater Beats. Um, and so they like got together and was like trying to like get inspired. But Antonio had a picture book called Modern Life. And it was like the drawings and was like making fun of modern life. And so that kind of inspired them. Um, and he said it's like a very Gen Z thing to live in social media. It's just the world we live in now. And you like you wake up every day and you're like immediately going on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and looking at everyone's lives. You see, you know, you see the good, the shiny, the beautiful and like glorious parts. Um, even though and he says what he was feeling was that nobody's life is perfect and nobody's life should be perfect. He wants to advocate advocate for the fact that it's okay to have bad days and sometimes bad days make the good days that much better. And with social media, it's really easy to forget that. Um, and he wanted to focus on that message that it's okay to follow the natural process in life. We all have our own timeline. And so this song and I that what I just read was off of consequence. And this is also off of there. Something cool about the song is that that song was actually arranged with the rose. Um, and yeah, so it was written with sweater beats, but they arranged it guitar, bass and drums with the rose. That's a cool detail. So I don't know if that was supposed to be like a the rose song originally or what. I don't know. But um, I do agree. I do think it's a very good final song. And he said it like kind of gives off like an old like nostalgia vibe, um, which I agree. And he said he has had these songs for over a year and a half. Over a year and a half, he's been holding on to these. Oof. Which like, I, I mean, I don't write music. I don't know, you know, the average like turnaround. 
<laughs> so maybe that's like yeah, completely normal. Bias, so you should be used to be boarding <laughs> yeah, dogs honestly. and never putting them out. Yeah. And my bias says that he was going to put out a song this year, two years ago. So or a mixtape two years ago. But yeah, that is Wusung's EP Ma. And I do want to mention that we should be expecting a the Rose comeback. I don't know, like shortly, but he said sometime this year. Um, the members are finishing up their enlistment in Korea. So he once they're out, I think he's going to go to Korea and like write with them, and then they're gonna come back to America and finish writing um yeah so i i really like this album it's very cool i like it i dig yeah, it i really enjoyed it too yeah in the phase me music video beautiful amazing stunning show-stopping and now i will look at moths differently oh yeah if i got anything from this album i'll look at a moth sweaters yeah except i don't own any cashmere and (laughs) (laughs) i live in the south so (laughs) i don't have to worry about that i don't even know the last time i've seen a moth i don't go outside so it's usually like a summer thing sitting on the porch and they're gathered around yeah, the pool. that's true. Alright, that's what we got for this week's episode. Nice little short and sweet episode for you guys. We got some stuff to look forward to though, right? Hell yeah. yeah. We got we got the the proof BTS new couple new songs 17 yeah. albums coming out soon yeah a bunch of tours that we are not going on yeah i wish i wish although at least you have some that are close to you yeah but i don't mind go with i know i mean i would <laughs> i'm still i'm still hurt by the woo song of it all I know it, it sucks because and there was like a John Oliver he did like a segment on it about um Ticketmaster hold on give me one second I gotta let all you the fucking dynamic pricing is a goddamn nightmare it's fine I'm fine um 17 is gonna be in Washington DC yeah see that's what I was saying you got some that are close to you whereas I don't even have anything yeah close to me I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> Like, usually the closest to me is, like, Georgia, but I don't think any of them are going to Atlanta. But again, it's like, who would I go with? We'll just wait for BTS to go on tour. Do we think they'll go on tour with Proof? I I personally don't think they will, considering it's an... I'm wondering, though, like, what Festa and Muster are going to be like this year. That is true. I'm wondering if they're going to perform, like, all the the songs that are going in on proof or like yeah. some of their older stuff are i know they had released like a schedule for proof like the drops are we getting like a music video like do we know what the lead single is i don't feel like we do hmm. i wonder if we'll get a music video I would imagine we would nappy me. What are the new songs? There's like all I can know is for you. <laughs> what? This I'm just really pleased that Tony Montana featuring Jimin is making it on there. Oh, did you notice that one of the new songs is called Run BTS? Yes. <laughs> I what is this about? 
I don't know, but it better be the new theme song to the right. <laughs> run BTS that's coming back. Yep. So we have on CD1, the new song is yet to come. Yes, CD2 yeah. is run BTS. And then CD3 is for youth. Which it's weird because for yet to come and for youth, they're the last song mm-hmm. on the CD. Whereas on CD2, run BTS is the first song. Yeah. So I wonder why they did that, if there's any reasoning. I don't know, but Jimin's youth tattoo makes more sense now. Yeah. Ugh, have you been watching the little videos that they've been putting out where the boys I've, explain why they chose certain songs? I've only seen uh, Tay's so far. Uh, it's only his, Jin's, and Jimin's yeah. out so far. Yeah. Well, I was interested because, and I mean, I know it doesn't matter now because Jungkook's tattoos are like always out, but... <clears throat> In yeah, the, you got to see his tattoos, right? Jimin's? Yeah, in Jimin's little video, they like really like zoomed in on his two new tattoos. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to watch them. Um, it's just been super busy at work this week. That's why I only watch Tay's, but I'm off now for the next few days. Oh, so yeah, I bet you could do some really cool reading during that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's very true. I will definitely do some 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 reading. So there, there are a few songs that I am shocked that they didn't put on here. Yeah. Like Mic Drop, I was expecting. Um, but it's like, I feel like all of the songs that are on here, I understand why they're on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, CD1 has 19 songs on it. And then CD2 and CD3 have 15 and 14. Like, they could have added <laughs> more songs onto CD2 and CD3. Especially because CD3 has a bunch of demos. I'm so excited for CD3. I know. I, I don't have a CD player. I'm going to have to, like, listen to them bootleg on Spotify's <laughs> podcast episodes that people do. So I'm going to have to listen to them. I'm so pleased that of all the ciphers, they put three. I know. That's your favorite, right? Like, I just... Like... Who? I wonder who picked it. I don't know, but I feel God in this chilies tonight. Because, like... <laughs> song is really important to me can that be the, the title I need, of this episode I need, <laughs> I need it to be that yoongi picked that song i need it to be yeah it could be he could have picked seesaw and cypher let's see what is the order so we know oh it has to be because tay picked singularity and zero clock and those are by each other did jimin pick filter and friends he did oh and then ego and her must have been hobie so seesaw and cypher have to be uh <laughs> yeah what do we think Ooh, i'm surprised yeah because jin's was moon and i can't say that yeah i don't know either. that's french yeah <laughs> and of course freaking jungkook picks picks dimple i'm surprised he didn't pick my time What what are Namjoon's choices? Persona and stay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine Yungi's video is just like, and I picked Cypher Part Three because I just needed to remind everyone of my te- te- tongue technology. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that's it. I hope yeah. it. That'd be lovely. 
a shame they don't have circle room cipher on here though yeah they can only pick two songs i really think that they probably should have re-released dark and wild in addition to putting out this anthology yes oh which okay that brings up a good point i wonder if these are um i don't want to say like remastered but re-recorded or or if it's going to be like the original i doubt they're re-recorded yeah because i know yungi has said that they because they were asked like if you would could like redo oh, one yeah. song <laughs> and he was like, like nah <laughs> Like, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> but I was just curious. It's like, oh, maybe. But yeah. Because then, yeah, I think it'll just be the old. But it would be cool if they did, especially like the older songs. Yeah. I just, like I said, I, I just really want a, a remaster of Dark and Wild. God, it's such a good album. It is. Every single song in that album is a bop. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's an amazing album. God, so um, <laughs> I unironically love every track on that album. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We got that to look forward to. That's coming out June 10th. And yeah, we said there's 17 album. Yeah, that um, comes out May 27th, so real soon. Yep, and our our next episode will be our debut episode. Damn. Yeah, already. Maybe I'll try to think of my own. Because I would have given it to you if you wanted to do it. Nah. No. Well, I was trying to be... The only reason I'm saying... I'm trying to be self-sufficient. I'm going to find my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see. We'll see on um on the 1st, which is the Wednesday. They will be recording. We'll see on the 1st. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, where, what, are, what debut groups? What do I do? <laughs> no but all right, I think that'll be it for us for today, right? I think so. You want to finish us off? All right. Thank you again for listening to another amazing episode of Simply mm-hmm. Stanish. We appreciate the listens. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, leave us a review. Like whatever favorite rate whatever your tell your friends podcast platform of choice allows you to do always open to feedback and constructive criticism it's true (laughs) uh you can follow us on socials we're on instagram tiktok twitter at simply stanish you can email us if you so choose (laughs) at simply stanish at gmail.com um yeah. There's I mean, no reason for you not to contact us, you know? Honestly, I mean, I don't know if you guys, I think you guys maybe are staying away because you're so intimidated by our cool. Oh, so starstruck, you know? Yeah, I promise we're very approachable. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we have. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. And until next time, stand, stand responsibly. responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>